Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Reading Harry Potter with a 12 year old. And I just finished a conversation with Gillian McRobbie and that's going to be the focus of um, today's episode. I'm not going to be reading so I'm going to close this book and um, I'm going to play that episode, uh, that conversation I should say, for you guys now. And then, um, that'll basically just be it for this episode. This is just sort of a bonus episode. And, um, and then in the next episode I'll release, um, I'm releasing, um, I'll probably, um, be telling what time and place I'm holding another conversation. So, um, and so, yeah, um, I really, uh, hope you guys enjoy this conversation. This is, this went on for maybe an hour and a half. So, and we just talked about a bunch of things. Harry Potter, you know, what type of shops we had, Tim Tams, um, meat pies, that sort of stuff. So, um, if, if this isn't your jam, that's okay. That's 100% fine. This has nothing to do with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, nothing to do with what we're reading now. So, um, if you don't like it, that's absolutely fine. Um, I'll just release a new episode and you guys can listen to that. But, um... That's what we're gonna be. Uh, that's what we're gonna be doing. Um, and without further ado, let's play that conversation. Hello. Hi there. Hi. How you going? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you, pal? Oh, good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing fine. Um, just a little bit bored because we're still in lockdown here in Scotland yeah so we're stuck inside a lot so yeah restrictions are easing in Australia but for the most part we're still sort of in lockdown so yeah but you're keeping safe though yeah keeping safe um hope you are too good yeah yeah um doing fine um luckily uh I live with my youngest brother so um I have company at the very least, which is which is helpful. Um, but yeah, as I said in my message as well, um, like I'm loving your podcast and that it's it's brilliant. Like um, when I was your age, the the books were still being released, so I had a lot of excitement. Yeah. To to read it in that, and it, it's it's really nice to hear the excitement when you're reading it as well like I can really tell that you love the books and I think that's really cool yeah thanks a lot thanks a lot for that no props um as I said as well you know like you're um you're really helping people like me um because sometimes I, I take panic attacks um so when I'm lying in bed at night um, I listen to your podcast and it's really helping me like stay calm, helps me fall asleep, you know. So like you're doing some really important work, pal. Um, and I think you're amazing for doing it. Cool. Thanks for that. Oh, because I saw um, uh, straight after you um posted that voice message that it said you missed an invitation to record with Gillian Robbie. So, yeah, I just wanted to jump on that train straight away. <laughs> um, 
yeah, like I'm I'm new to the to the app, so I'm still trying to like figure it out. And I'm also like I was thinking of doing a podcast myself, but um, I'm not really sure what it is that I want to do just yet. But um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I might go down the same route as you and maybe try doing like some audiobook kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really glad to hear from you, though, and I'm glad to hear that you and your family are doing really well. Yeah, thanks a lot. No problem, buddy. Um, Guess that's it, then? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, it's not even mid Oh, sorry. No, no, on you go, it's fine. Uh, okay, there are many things you can do when starting a podcast. There, there's a million things you can do. Take, for example, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. I, might, I might not want to name... I won't name him for privacy reasons. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he, um, he's, he He's really interested in music, right? So um, mm-hmm. he actually has... Oh, it was taken down a while ago, though. He had a ringtone on iTunes. So, um, it's called Beats. It was called Beats On, but only a few people bought it, and that was his friends and family. But, um, he was really interested in that line of music. So, instead of actually, um, like, uploading, uh, uh, uploading music to Spotify, which costs money, he made it in the form of a podcast. So, um... I hope he can just uh, get something off that. And, yeah, it's it's just a really good cost-free way to do stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I mean, I'm a bit like you. Yeah, like I, I love to read. Um, I spend a lot of time reading. Um, I'm reading about three different books just now. Um, so, yeah, most of my time gets spent doing that. Um, yeah. So like, but my brother he he's um he plays guitar and stuff like that. So I kind of thought that maybe I could include him in some way. I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. But um yeah. So what exactly are you thinking about doing if you were going to do a podcast? Um, as I said, I mean um maybe thinking about reading a story I have I kind of have my own little library so I was thinking about maybe um choosing a book from uh from that and trying yeah. to read it um or like the Australians are known for having very good a very good sense of humor yeah like the people from Scotland so yeah. I had thought maybe some sort of the other the other idea I had had was that um, like my brother and I would sit down and discuss random topics and like oh, there'd that's... be human involved that kind of thing. I, I'm not really sure. I was kind of thinking something like that, um, but yeah, it's it's all about a sense of humor thing and. Um, I feel like I'd maybe have a lot of listeners from Australia, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have an idea. I actually had this idea for a while, but I'm just not sure if I should do it. 
So okay. I had this, um, so as I said in my previous episodes, I was thinking of making um, a new podcast channel just called Reading with a 12-year-old, just plain and simple. Yeah. And then I take in requests and that sort of stuff. Um, but I've also been thinking about making a, a podcast channel where um, people actually send in their stories and then I can read it out. So, and then it's a, it's a no cost, um, profit free thing. So we're doing it for the good of the community. So people send in stories, I read it and then people get to enjoy stories. That is a really good idea um, because there's there's a lot of apps out there where, um, you know, uh, people can can post their um, like their books and stuff like that, bef- you know, just to kind of get an idea of whether they're enjoyable before they send it to a publisher. So um, doing something like that, I think, would be really, really helpful for um, people who are starting out in writing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. You should definitely do that. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, For I'm sure. not sure when I should start doing it, though, because um, when I actually started up this uh, channel, I never thought it would actually get this big because it's it's just been amazing um, how much I've grown since maybe September when I first made it. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> I think it can be easy to forget that you're only 12. Um, you know, like you're busy as well. You know, you you'll you'll have school coming up again, you'll have homework, you'll have and not just that as well, but you have to take the time to socialize with your friends and stuff too. Like I think it could be very easy to get caught up in making a a podcast that you forget to take time for yourself so um you know as as much as I love when you release an episode please make sure that you're taking time um to have fun and have yeah. time for yourself you know um because that's it you, you are you, you're only 12 and you know um I know a lot of adults will probably have told you this and it sounds really annoying when they do, but honestly, like these years in front of you just now are really important. Like having a childhood type thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because no, it used to annoy me when people said it as well. But yeah, so just, you know, t- take the time for yourself. Make sure you're spending time with friends and doing stupid stuff like the rest of us do so (laughs) yeah okay thanks a lot for that thanks a lot no bother pal but yeah um even though you say that i do realize that i probably do need to post a bit more because i think maybe chapter 16 or through the trap door um and then chapter 17 the man with two faces there was yeah about a, a month um a month and a half period between those two episodes. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think that's a that that was way too long. So yeah, I think I just have to just work out a timetable and that sort of stuff. Cause I don't really run well, on timetables. I yeah. I just sort of do whatever I need to do at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. That's understandable. But like 
the time difference between those two episodes wasn't that over the Christmas period. Yeah, it was over Christmas period. Right. Christmas yeah, in the year. The, the, don't beat yourself up about that. It's Christmas in the year, and like you should be f- spending time with your family during over that time period. So, like, I wouldn't worry too much about you know that that kind of time gap because it's yeah. it's a special kind of year that you should be spending with your family. So, I wouldn't beat yourself too up too much about that. Um, you know, like regardless of how long it takes for you to release an episode, you've still got people like me who just love Harry Potter, love to hear like the excitement in your voice when you're reading it. It's it's quite infectious. It makes you um, enjoy the story a bit more because it's almost like you're rediscovering the magic of Harry Potter again. Uh, you know, so. It's it's quality work you're doing, seriously. Um, yeah, like I w- I wouldn't worry about like you know if you're maybe needing to take a little bit longer in between episodes, like don't worry about it because you're still gonna have your listeners there, regardless of how long it is yeah. between the episodes. You know. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that. No problem, pal. Honestly. Um, I just, I wish I, I wish I had been able to do something like this when I was your age. Like I think it's, I think it's really cool that you're doing it. Like, as I yeah. said, like I'm nearly thirty and I can't come up with a decent idea for a podcast. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing better than a lot of people my age. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> no problems. Yeah, um, I'm coming out with this story myself at school. Um, it's called Signal 3. Interesting title. Okay, tell me more. Yeah. Um, this one's a bit explicit. Maybe it's not for young audiences because, I don't know, it's kind of gruesome. <laughs> oh, so is it more of a horror story type thing? It's a war story, so um, it's it's a fictional war story. So um, it's about terrorists attacking London, um, not London, Paris. That's interesting. Okay. Um... Yeah. And then um, they have three targets. Mm-hmm. Um, first one is to murder the prime minister. okay yeah it's very dark this story so um yeah maybe maybe kids maybe just under my age because i don't know i don't even think i should be coming up with this stuff myself because this is pretty dark um second thing is to to the second target is to destroy the loo to destroy the loo or yeah, and I then, think that one would really hurt a lot of people. <laughs> They'd be quite upset yeah. if that happened. And then um, the third one is to take back what was quote-unquote rightfully theirs, and it's called The Nightmare Star. I'm not sure what The Nightmare Star actually does, but I think I'm just going to make it, like, it powers a machine or something like that. 
Yeah, that like it kind of sounds. Um, have you ever heard of an author called Dan Brown? He wrote things uh, like The Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons and stuff like that. You know, Tom Hanks plays the main character in the movies. Oh, um, I've, heard, I've heard of The Da Vinci Code, but I don't think I've heard of the author. His name's Dan Brown. It, like, your story has, t- to me, it sounds like it's got elements of kind of a similar story kind of thing. Um there's usually some sort of like plot, massive plot involved where people can get hurt and you know, yeah. Um yeah. it sounds really interesting. I I I think you should um keep working on that and, and definitely once you're finished, um I'd I'd love to hear what the uh, what the result is. It sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um can I just um, ask for your um opinion on something um sure. quick? So, um as you know, in the seventh and sixth book of Harry Potter, there's actually two swear words in um each um so like one swear word each in um six and seven. Mm-hmm. Right? And then for those episodes, what do you think I should do? Should I just just leave them out, or should I add them in, or like make two separate episodes where like one's blurred out and then one's actually there? Okay, so the seventh book, the swear word is said by Molly Weasley. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember the swear word that's in book six. This is really bad that my memory. It's failing um, me at the if I can explain it to you. Um, so, Marvolo Gaunt says it when he's yeah. talking to Tom Riddle about yeah. his mother who went away with Tom Riddle Sr. Yeah. I know. Um, he called her a slut, so. Oh, right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh... See that this is where we're going to have a cultural difference because um, mm-hmm. in Scotland those words aren't seen as particularly strong swear words. Um, oh, okay. Because in Australia, like if if you said it anywhere, people would probably just look at you with disgust and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the cultural difference um, between. Uh, well, the UK in general, really. Um, yeah, th- those words aren't seen as as that big of a deal. Um, but, like, I understand why you're maybe a bit hesitant. You know, you've got younger reader, you've got r- younger listeners than me. Um, but the fact that J.K. Rowling put those words in the book a part of me feels like you should stay true to the story yeah do you know what I mean so um I might like add a warning at the start saying there's going to be a swear word in this chapter so yeah 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 I think I think that's fair oh yeah maybe just two separate episodes one with the swear word and one with no swear word so 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I, d- I don't know how your mum would feel about um about you saying those words, but maybe just, like, let her know. <laughs> because I remember that Molly kind of shouts the words yeah, in the tricks. Because when you shout, I wouldn't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, because shouting is already a very strong thing, but Molly Weasley's trying to protect her daughter from death. Yeah. So it's like, it's sort of necessary to sort of swear because swearing's a very strong thing to do. And then it's sort of just adding to it and just making it sort of setting the scene saying Molly, Weasley, uh, Molly Weasley is just super serious about this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, she's... I think, like, Molly comes across as very kind of, like, sweet, like, motherly kind of thing. But I think in the seventh bit, I think what JK was trying to do was to show that even though she's a mum, she's... can be savage. Yeah, totally. Like, don't mess with her kind of thing. Um, which I, I think for younger readers um, is kind of important to show. Like, you're not... Um, sorry, that's the only word I can think about. But, like, you're not just a badass if you're a younger person. Like, you can still be that way when you're a mum and a parent or a grandparent or whatever. Because I, I kind yeah. of thought the same about, like, Neville's grandmother as well. Yeah, but... Like, when she turns it, up and stuff. But a lot of it does revolve around Molly trying to actually protect her Yeah, definitely. So, um, it's sort of like... Yeah, because it sort of also proves that mothers go a long way to love you. And oh, definitely. Do yeah. anything to you, so yeah, they would do anything for you. Yeah, so with with that in mind, I think like particularly the Molly Weasley line, I I think you've got to say it because it's yeah, it's an important line that shows that as I say that like Molly Weasley is not to be messed with. It shows yeah. her like, our passion, our anger kind of thing as well. So in my mind, I think that you need to stay true to the story and do yeah. that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, cover your bases and just say at the start of the episode, you know, that there is a, a, a swear well, word kind of thing. Yeah, just okay. to Because you know, obviously, as I say, you do have younger listeners than me. Yeah, oh, but I think you should say like- that. Uh, I should ask you a question. Are you okay with me um, posting this to my um, channel? Yeah, of course. If that's um, if if yeah. if you want I, to do that, I can. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I, I, uh, yeah. I, I just don't want to do anything wrong. And just yeah. No, no. Honestly, you're you're absolutely fine, pal. Um, I'm just a bit worried that my conversation might not be <laughs> might not be very interesting. That's all. Oh no, it's very interesting. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> now, um, oh, I have one question that I ask almost every Harry Potter fan. Sure. 
Who do you think Hermione should have ended up with? Ron or Harry? <laughs> um, hmm. It's a difficult one. Um, it would have been interesting to see her end up with Harry, but I think like it's a bit too obvious. Like, it's too obvious a relationship, so the fact that she ended up with Ron kind of, like, um, kind of kept you guessing. Um, like, will they, won't they kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean ultimately that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for Harry and Hermione, because, yeah, it's just, yeah, they're made for each other. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, you know, when they're, when they're sitting, maybe going through books and they're talking about theories about what's going on and stuff like that, you you feel like there's, um, there is kind of like a chemistry there. But I don't know, I kind of feel like it's more of a brotherly, sisterly kind of relationship at times. Um, well... No, because, um, you, as you said before, it's sort of too obvious. And yeah. um, I sort of agree with that. But then at the same time with Ron, it's sort of not obvious enough. If this you is true. Because, yeah, because they're constantly arguing, constantly fighting, um, not talking to each other for se several weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. So, um, so... I mean, I guess Hermione could have ended up with Ron if they'd argued a bit less, but yeah, for the most part, I think it was just Harry and Hermione all the way. Yeah, definitely. Although there was a part of me kind of um, excited at the idea of Harry and Cho as well. Like, oh, before. The prospect of. The prospect of Harry and Cho, I mean, I was, I was sort of, I can't, like, I was, I was okay with it, but then, like, like, as, um, as they said, like, uh, Cho kept sort of just crying at random times over Cedric, and then, yeah, yeah it's sort of just weird, it's not, yeah. Yeah, like, it, it would have I think the idea of the relationship was more entertaining than what actually happened. It's just, as you say, like, Cho yeah. was constantly crying, and then she would freak out when Harry would mention Hermione. So there was that jealousy thing, and that annoyed me, because, like, girls no, don't I always also, behave like that. <laughs> I, also, um, I also think it was because of sort of because Harry hadn't been in a relationship for, before, so maybe J.K. Yeah. Rowling must have sort of just, like, wanted to add that and throw that in there, so Harry actually, you know, has someone to love for once, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true as well, but I think, um, like, Harry sometimes came across as a bit awkward, which I enjoyed as well, because, like, when you first start taking an interest in... Um, boys or girls, whichever you prefer, um, 
you you feel really awkward around them. Like you don't really know how to get them to like you. You know what I mean? So um, I thought she did a good job with that because Harry was like, I don't really know how to behave around girls. Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you. Have um, have you taken the sorting hat quiz on Pottermore? Yes, I am a Gryffindor. Amazing. So am I. (laughs) Ah, nice. But my youngest brother is a Slytherin. Oh, my sister, my youngest, is um, a Hufflepuff. I I actually like Hufflepuff. I think it gets... Yeah, Hufflepuff's good. Yeah, I think, like, it gets a hard time, but, like, the Hufflepuffs and the Ravenclaws, like, they they stuck around for the Battle of Hogwarts, you know, um, and they were really brave. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. Slytherin wasn't necessarily bad either. It's yeah, I just, agree. It's yeah because it's sort of like Voldemort's there, and then Salazar Slytherin was sort of a bad person, and that and then yeah. there's that sort of whole history behind it. So it sort of paints Slytherin in a bad color, but some like people in Slytherin can be good. They're not all bad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've you've only got to look at people like Cyrus's brother, who, you know, if you remember the 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 story in the sixth book, he um, betrayed Voldemort. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I because... think um, there's good and yeah. bad in every house. Yeah, because what's that um that Japanese thing, Ying? Yang or something? Yin-yang. Yin-yang. Yeah, Yin-yang. Yeah, sure. Um, but as I say, in every bit of good, there's evil, and in every bit of evil, there's good. That's why they have those sort of dots in those... Yeah, like, definitely. ...half-circle things. So, yeah, because... Yeah, because the good sort of shone, um, shone out of... Uh, shone out of uh, Regulus Black. Um, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, he did what was right in the end, so that's good. Yeah, and I, I mean, you've only got to look at people like Peter Pettigrew, who was a Gryffindor and ultimately wasn't very brave, wasn't very loyal. You know, he did he did a lot of bad things. So I think um, I I I don't think you can you can necessarily say that it's just Slytherin that are bad people. Um, yeah, because um, oh, I used to watch because um, you know how Harry he asked, well, he didn't necessarily ask to be in Gryffindor, but he said not Slytherin, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's that's probably what um Peter Peregrine was asking for because uh his friends were in Gryffindor, so it was sort of like I want to be in Gryffindor with my friends, that sort of thing. That's true. Like, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be brave and courageous like um, all my other friends. And he sort of, like, didn't want to be left out in this in that sort of way. Yeah, that makes sense. I hadn't thought about it like that before, but, yeah. Um, you know, if a certain hat does take your opinion into account, then um, 
definitely I completely understand that that's what Peter's done. Um, you know, that fear of missing out with his friends, for sure. Um, yeah. I find the whole thing really... I, I get too interested in the Harry Potter universe. And, yeah. <laughs> but um, did you find out what your Patronus was on Pottermore? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a fox, sir. Oh, That's yours good. was really cool. Yes. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I got... It was a, a black mare, you know, a horse. Um, a bit oh. like Ginny's. I think because Jenny's is a is a horse as well, um, but my Slytherin younger brother got the coolest one of all, and his Patronus is a dragon. Oh, cool! I know. Nice. <laughs> I was so I was... upset. <laughs> you got yeah. a really cool one for sure. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um... <laughs> Yeah, my sister's Patronus, it was a mouse. So. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So. How old's your little sister again? Oh, she's uh, six. Yeah, so she's still quite small. So, like, yeah, the fact yeah. that it's a mouse, I think that's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's also really sort of luck in that sort of sense with the with the sort of tests. And especially yeah. for my sister too. Uh most mostly for my sister because um she did she doesn't know how to actually fully read yet, so she'd probably just guess most of them that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It would be interesting to see if it changed when she got older. Yeah, so, so I think um, at some point when when she's maybe like your age or something like that, it would be interesting to see if her results changed. So I think yeah. you should do that. <laughs> so what about your wand? Oh, I'm trying to remember. This is the bit I always forget. Um, if I remember right, it was either holly or willow. If I remember right, yeah. um, and I think it was it was unicorn hair. Yep. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember the length of it though. That's the only thing. Yeah, it's also a big, a bit foggy in my memory. But as far as I can remember, it's hazelwood, eleven and a quarter, um, and. What was it? Oh, Phoenix Feather. Yeah. So, nice wand. I like it. Definitely. Um, you know, it's uh same quote as Harry's, so yeah, that's really cool. Um you know, you should yeah. uh, you should look into um my brother's got me a replica of Harry's wand for my Christmas a little while ago. Um, it's 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 one of the ones that they sell at Warner Brothers. You know the Harry Potter world in America. Um, so it's a proper replica 
from like the Warner Brothers store, you should look into it because they're actually oh, quite affordable. A proper Warner Brothers store. Oh no, we have one of those in Australia where I live. But uh, the thing is that um um they're, they're like eighty bucks for, for yeah. Right here. They... So I just decided to get a replica, a replica of the replica, which was exactly the same, but for yeah. Oh, that's not so, too bad then. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too fussed about it because I mean, the thing's still. It's the idea and that sort of stuff. It's still there. You don't have to pay lots of money to get to get stuff to look nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, because because like if it's choosing between a, a um a plant pot from Gucci or a six dollar pot from Kmart. Yeah, you just get the six dollar one, wouldn't you? Because it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's probably gonna be just like a lot cheaper and a lot more um worth of value. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, if it still does the same thing as it's meant to do, then you know why why pay? Yeah. Um, my next question: Who's your favorite teacher? Oh. I'm I'm not gonna add Dumbledore and Snape in this equation because they were sort of they weren't really teachers in this story because like their role was teacher or like principal headmaster but then yeah like their story re- revolved more of not them being a teacher but sort of being like around Harry's life and like how he's related back to them and like how his life and um, Voldemort's connection sort of revolves around them. Yeah. Yeah. I understand and, what you're saying. Um, so, out of all of them, I mean, I guess Charms, because Charms has already, has always been, a, like, I've always been sort of interested in Charms and stuff, because Transfiguration, I mean, I guess it's okay, but it's not the best Herbology just doesn't doesn't seem good to me at all. Um, <laughs> and maybe, like, potions. Um, I guess potion brewing would be okay. But um, besides, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Oh, I actually haven't thought of that yet. But I don't know who the teacher of that subject is right as of now because Snape's dead and the carrows, the carrows are dead. So I'm not, I'll just have to go with um, Professor Flitwick then. That's interesting. I'd, uh, um, uh, my favourite teacher is Professor McGonagall, and um, one of one of the big reasons for that is like she's firm, but she's fair, so. You look at um, book five, right? And um, Umbridge is taking defence against the dark arts. And Harry shouts at her, calls her a liar. And um, Umbridge sends him to uh, Professor McGonagall. And rather than shout at him, when she's, she's, she says to him, you called her a liar. Yes, Professor. 
have a biscuit, Harry. Like, I think that that was one of the biggest plot twists in Harry Potter was the fact that Professor McGonagall totally agreed with Harry and didn't get him in trouble. You know, like, um, it, it's things like that 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 make me love her a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I love uh, Professor Lupin as well. Oh, yeah, Professor Lupin. Yeah, he was really good. Definitely. That that um, lesson with the Boggart sounded like a lot of fun. Yeah, that would probably be, yeah, really good. Definitely. I think that would be, like, a really cool lesson to do. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, in terms of, of subject, I agree with you. I like the idea of charms. Um there was, I'm kind of interested in transfiguration, but like, you know, Defense Against the Dark Arts is probably the coolest subject that they do at Hogwarts, so. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you got to give all the other subjects a fair chance too. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I, I'm a massive, like, animal lover as well, so I feel like I'd really enjoy, like, Care of Magical Beasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm not sure that I would like blast ended scroots. I'm I'm not sure that I I like the sound of them. <laughs> yeah, blast ended scroots. Yeah, I think they might have gotten rid of that now. So yeah, here's hoping. Really clear. <laughs> they've they've maybe put some regulations in. So yeah, Hagrid, those 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 animals are not appropriate for for children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, what do you think of, um, you know, Jim Kay, the, um, the books with, the Harry Potter books with, um, tons of pictures in them? You know those ones? Oh, yeah. The Jim Kay ones? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually, um, so for the first few episodes, uh, I was just reading from my, uh, my just normal Harry Potter, uh, but then, um, I saw these, and then they're really cool, um, because uh, they're very nice to have very good pictures and everything. But then, I don't know, I just find it a lot easier to read because the words are more spaced out and everything. So it's sort of, you don't really get confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got, you've, this is the thing. Um, some books, the print size in it is, um, it can make it difficult to read and, well, I've been reading for quite a while now, um, and even I struggle with stuff like that sometimes. Um, but uh, I'd, I'd thought about getting the illustrated versions as well, but, um, I mean, is the artwork, is it good artwork? Does it look cool? Yeah. Yeah, so I might I, I might invest in the illustrated versions as well, but yeah. um, the ones I've got are the ones that were like released in the nineties, the nineties and early early noughties. So they're very old at this point. <laughs> yeah, but, um, um, so do you know um places like QBD Books and Harry Hartogs and that sort of stuff? Those sort of bookshops. Um, 
I'm not sure. The the what was the second one you said? Uh, QBD Books and Harry Hartogs. I've heard of the second one. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, but um, but anyway, um, so they sell the books for about fifty fifty five dollars, uh, for one of them. But then, oh, I'm not sure. Do you guys have places like Kmart and Target, or do you have like Walmart and those sort of places? Um, okay, so in the UK, we have a store called Asda, and Asda is owned by the same company as Walmart, so they're kind of, um, they're kind of similar kind of stores, Okay. but, um, yeah, like, uh, they tend to have a bit of everything, so they tend to have, like, aisles with books on it and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, because... yeah, there's, there's, we've got quite a few, um, bookstores and stuff like that as well. Um, but, uh, I, I also look on eBay particularly Yeah. because you can, I like hardback books rather than paperback because I feel like they last longer. So, um, It can be difficult to get hardback books, um, especially if it's an old book that you're looking for. So I tend to go on eBay a lot for for things like that. But um, Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, well, all the stores are shut just now anyway. Um, so I wouldn't be able to go to a bookstore even if I wanted to. Um, it's only the supermarkets that are open. Um, and they Yeah. don't always have like the biggest selection of books. Yeah. So. Because um in Australia we have um three main stores for um For the sort of stuff you guys um have, what what what's your what's your thing called again? Asda. Asda, yeah. But that's like you Yeah. would do you would do your grocery shopping. But they also have like a clothing department and an electronic department. You know, a bit like Walmart. Oh. Okay. Because um, instead of Asda, because we have stuff. So we have um uh three three um three companies for that. We have Target, Big W, and Kmart. Mm hmm. And then for the shopping side of things, for the shopping for food side of things, we have Woolworths and Coles, and um, they always, oh, and Aldi. But they always Yeah, have, we've got Aldi as well. yeah. But yeah, as, um, as you were saying, uh, they always have that sort of section where you have like <laughs> toys and like mini figures and that sort of stuff. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but as, as I say, I often find that like supermarkets and stuff like that, they don't always have the greatest selection of books. Um Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really their job. So, I I wouldn't put too much pressure on them, Yeah, but no, I, at I agree, the, I I agree, for sure. Um, what was it? Uh, I noticed that particularly in um, The Philosopher's Stone, as you were reading through it, there was a couple of, um, there was a couple of things that you didn't 
understand and I think it's because um, the references are like particularly British so um, I'm trying to remember what they were because there was a couple of things that I would have been able to explain to you but I, I can't remember what they were that you got confused yeah. over. Oh, um, no, in, in the latest episode I released, I just have to find the page. Um, I have to look for... Because there was this one where... It, um, there was a sentence where it was just super confusing for me. I did not understand it at all. And then... I read it a few times and then I just sort of, uh, just sort of, um, discarded it. Yeah. But it was very, con- oh yeah, here we go. So Fred climbed back, uh, Fred climbed back into the car to pull with Ron and Harry and George pushed from the bedroom side. Because in the English language, you don't use two ands, you use commas. So it's like right, okay. so with Ron and Harry and George. It just sounds a bit weird. Okay. Um I've I've seen I've seen this happen in quite a few books. Um it's just a, it's a different way of of obviously listing. You know, it's it's a list of people. Um but um so George climbed into the car. And pulled with Harry and Ron. And no, so no, Fred climbed into the back of the car to pull with Ron and Harry and George, pushed from the bedroom side. Right. So George. Because, because, so Fred climbed back into the car to pull with Ron and Harry and George, pushed from the bedrooms. Oh, okay. I get it now. Because I was yeah. thinking that Ron, because I, I thought that Ron was in the back of the car and was pushing from the bedroom. Because it was sort of connecting those two sort of parts of the sentence together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I completely understand. Um, It it can be a little, um, a little confusing, but yeah. um, Sometimes you've just got changing the way that you're reading it. So slowing it down when you're reading it might help your brain to kind of like catch up and maybe make the connection. Because I have to do that as well. Um, so I mean stuff like that I wouldn't worry about, but like um, oh I'm trying to remember what the what was it that you were? It was it was like a um, I'll need to go back and find it, and what I'll do is I'll send I'll send you a, um, I'll send you a voice message. Um, because it it's like there there was a word that you didn't understand, and like it might have been like a a British biscuit or something like that, but you didn't know what it was because you'd never seen that word before. Because if it if it's British, then you know um, yeah, there'll be certain things you you, you don't understand what they are. Um, so, uh, if you don't mind, like, if there's, 
if there's any, ever any times where like you come across something that you don't understand or whatever, then what I'll do is I'll, I'll send you a a voice message so that like you can under you can understand what certain things are because as I say, they are British and you know people outside of Britain might not understand what they are kind of thing, you know. Yeah, okay. Thanks a lot. No problem. It just it'll it will help your understanding of kind of like British life and, and stuff. It's good to it's good to understand references from other cultures, yeah. you know. So um yeah, uh, I'll do that for you as well. Um Yeah. Thanks. But yeah. Um is it <laughs> this is gonna sound really bad because it's it's quite a I think it's quite a stereotypical thing, but like um are Tim Tams as like as as big a deal as what some Australians make them out to be? Are are they really that good? Okay. So yes and <laughs> no. Yes and no. So I mean, they're very, they're, they're absolutely amazing. They're, they're almost the best thing in the world, aside from chewing gum and chocolate. And ice cream. And ice cream, and yeah. Warheads. And warheads. <laughs> you know what warheads are? No, I don't think so. Warheads are um, super sour candies. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Just search them up. They're really, they're really good. I like them. Warheads are good. But, um, but, yeah, um, so, most people, they sort of just go absolutely berserk over them. I mean, I would generally agree with them, but just the plain, the, the first generation is probably just the best one, the first type, the first one they released. The rest, it's not good. Maybe except for the raspberry, the raspberry one, but besides... Because the other flavors aren't as good as the original. The original's just the best. But mm. um, yeah, they're really, really good. I've always wanted to try one. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've I've got a few friends from around Australia, so um, you know, when when I met them, they we kind of swapped stories about like food and drink and custom and stuff like that from our countries and one thing you shouldn't have swapped stories about food you should have swapped the actual food we were in america at the time um we were studying at um, an american university so i couldn't get the things from scotland and they couldn't get the things from australia so that's Uh, why it was swapping stories rather than swapping the food (laughs) Um, but no, in Australia, we have, um, um, we have this big shopping center, um, and then in there, there's a, there's actually a, um, there's a store that sells American stuff. So stuff like maybe like Dr. Peppers and then like different flavors of Mountain Dew. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, oh, no, I tried this um this lollipop and then once you bit 
into the sort of core of it, it was there was actually gum inside, and I really like that. I really like that one. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I'm sure I've seen. I, I'm sure I've seen those um, lollipops as well, because we have stores like that, you know, with the American food and and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure I've seen that as well. I used I used to like um, sweets like that when I was when I was younger, but um, now I'm a bit older. I'm I'm very into chocolate, <laughs> chocolate and yeah, chocolate and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because Tim Tams is chocolate and biscuits put See, together. that's that is the ultimate combination. Yeah, exactly. That's why you should be trying <laughs> Tim Tams. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can order them online somewhere because I really want to try them. Um, yeah. They sound like really and good biscuits. If, yeah, and even if you don't like them, that's okay. But just tell other people they're good because they're good. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're... Um, it would be really cool if you had like a... a P.O. box, you know, like a, a, a private mail kind of thing, because I would send you like a load of like Scottish biscuits and treats and stuff like that. So I could send you a bit of Scotland like that would be really cool to do as well. I would I would love to do that for you. Um, because, oh, thanks like, a lot for that. But no, I just don't think my parents would be OK with that. Yeah, no, that, of, that's really... fair. That's fair. It's just that like, yeah. Um. Obviously, like you're connecting with people all over the world, like yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and, oh, we can share you, stories. Um, have you tried meat pie? Meat pie. Um. Yeah. What kind of meat pie? Because and over just, here we have a lot of meat pies. So. Just a plain meat pie. That's what we call it here. Just a plain meat pie. I probably have. Um, we might have an equivalent of it over here. Um, so quite possibly. Um, is it is it like chunks of meat or is it like like mince? Yeah, chunks. Yeah, chunks of meat. Chunks in of the, meat in the pie. Yeah. And is it just pastry on the top of it, or is it pastry all the way around? Yeah, yeah, so there's um okay, so there's a pastry in a sort of a cylinder sort of slightly going outwards, right? And then at at the top of that small thick cylinder shaped thing, there's there's the top, there's yeah. the circle, but then but then it's slightly bigger than the bottom circle, and then there's meat in in that area. I, I'm sorry, I can't explain this well. No, no, it's um, fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like um, yeah, I'm sure I've had. I'm sure I've had um a pie like that before. We we eat a lot of pies over here, like all different kinds of pies. Um, but that sounds. My American friends would call that a pot pie, because it's like the base pastry oh. is like is like a pot. So you would put the the filling in the pastry and then cover it with the with the top layer of pastry. I think that's what they call a pot pie. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. I actually didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Have do you guys get um? Do you do you have any like British food over there at all? Like um, I'm trying to think. Uh, have you have you ever heard of a soda called Iron Brew? A what? It's it's like a, a soda. It's it's like um it's like Coke, like Coca Cola. Um, Wait, what is it called? Iron Brew. It's like it's an orange color soda. Um, there's, I mean, I've I've found it in places like Canada. That there's places nah, in Canada that sell it and stuff like that. So I wasn't yeah. sure if it had made over to Australia or not. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it has because I've never even heard of the name. So, well, yeah. If you ever find, if you if you ever go traveling or anything like that, and you find some, have a taste <laughs> Scotland is the only country in the world that its favorite. Soda isn't Coca-Cola or Pepsi. I mean every other country Well, I don't I don't like Coca-Cola and Pepsi too much. They're okay, but um I prefer Mountain Dew, Fanta or Sprite more. One of those ones. Fanta is very good. Um Yeah. Yeah. The orange flavor is really good, but um yeah. I'm sure they do like lemon flavor pineapple and stuff like that as well oh i'm not sure if you guys do do this but you know mcdonald's right yeah um so in australia i'm not sure if they do this anywhere else i think they do they probably would but um they have what's it called so they um they have that they have this deal where for one dollar you can get a large slushy with two Fanta flavors for one dollar. All right, so that's like um, that's uh, I'm not sure it's McDonald's that has that over here. I think it might be Burger King or KFC. I'm not oh, sure. KFC, yeah, no, KFC has this one also for one dollar. But it's just one flavor, and it's one of three flavors you can choose from. But you can't like combine them or anything. Yeah, um, yeah, we've we've got something like that, and I, I can't remember what restaurant it is. But um, yeah, like, with, did you say it was Fanta that the two different flavors? Uh, yeah, Fanta. Yeah. Fanta is the thing that they use. Yeah, yeah, um, like. You have to you you have to mix the flavors. Like you can't you can't just go with one flavor. You've got you've yeah. got to mix it. You you can't do that. You know. Yeah, because I remember, um, when I was maybe like six or seven, and then um, like I would always like every time my mom let me have a slushy, which wasn't too often, um, I would go up to the the lady at the counter, and then I said, oh, "Can I have a slushy, please?" And then she'd say, um, which one do you want? And then um, she she told me the flavours. And then I said, can I have rainbow? And then she <laughs> says, okay. And then I was sort of confused because 
all the shops, like, every time I asked for a rainbow, they said okay, and I was sort of, because I, I half expected them to say no at that point in time, because I would think that rainbow was, like, too hard to do, and then I just realised, and then now I just realised that they just put a bit in each, using the, um, the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, um, like, you're, like, in Australia, you guys have, like, wicked hot summers, right? Like, really, yeah, really hot summers. So We also have very, very, very cold winters. I think maybe two days ago, three days ago, it was, like, zero degrees. Really? Yeah, zero degrees. And, um, because you're in the northern hemisphere, aren't you? Yeah, so it's um yeah. it's becoming summer here. Yeah, and down um here it's still autumn. And then these past few days have just been um like zero degrees, but it's supposed to feel like minus two. And then um I think today was a lot better. It was maybe seven degrees and it was supposed to feel like five degrees. But um yeah, considering what we've gone through in the past few days, that was just really good. And then, yeah, the summers, um, they're also really hot. I don't think they would be as hot as maybe some other places, um, because I think we sort of overestimate how hot we get, because, um, like, a lot of, um, we, we hit, um, down where I live, because, um, I live, um, I, I live in one of the smaller cities around, yeah. um, Australia, so, yeah. um, uh, so, um, it gets around 40 here, 43, I think it was our top this summer. Oof. And then, yeah, and then, oh, but we were so lucky, the bushfires, you know, the bushfires. It didn't yeah, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, 11 million hectares of land burned. <sighs> and then it's sort of like... I couldn't even imagine, like, I can't even imagine what a hectare looks like, because that's 10,000 um, 10, square metres. Yeah. And then, like, one, one square metres, it's, like, it's okay, but then it's sort of just, like, think of 10,000 of them. That's already yeah. too much for me. And then you think of that number times 11 million, and it's absolutely crazy. So it just really puts into um, perspective like, how um, unfortunate some homes in some places have been. Because, like, that's so much land. Yeah, definitely. Crazy. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, um, I, I can't imagine, like, um, I can't imagine going through something like that, like, yeah, Scotland. Because... It, it gets kind of warm in the summer. Like you, you might sometimes like. I think the highest we've had is maybe like twenty-seven degrees in the summer. I think. Oh, can I tell you something? Um, can I just quickly? Sorry. No, it's can okay. I, can I just tell you something that's pretty ironic. So, the government. So usually, because um, uh, you know the Aboriginals, the Aboriginals. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so they have this special, they have this tradition 
that say um in the spring or the winter mm -hmm. they they set minor fires that can easily be controlled just to burn um areas of land that so in the summer it wouldn't burn as much and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as devastating ah uh, yeah or hopefully yeah like so they would burn it um so there wouldn't be enough land to set on fire and that sort of stuff but this year uh well last year technically the government wanted to cut down on um, pollution and stuff. So they said, no, we're not doing this uh, practice anymore because it's releasing too much chemicals into the air. But then they paid the price for it when um, that happened. So, Yeah, yeah. that's that's really interesting. Like, um, I know, like, I've heard of that practice before where, like, they, they set really controlled fires to limit the possibility of, of bushfires later on. Like, I, I've heard of people doing that before. But, um, yeah, like, that that's crazy. The, the one year where they don't do it, it ends up being out of control. That's really crazy. Um, yeah. Like, and then it's sort of just ironic because the government wanted to cut down on smoke being yeah. released into the air. Yeah. And then it had to deal with that. And then people losing their homes and then um, having to rebuild them. And then all this land being burned and all this devastation. And then, yeah, it, it makes it makes you think, what is the government doing? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um. I don't. I don't know if you know much about British politics, but um, yeah, we we feel that way all the time. <laughs> like, what are they doing? You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't know much about British politics and that sort of thing, but yeah, I know like maybe just like the slightest bit. What's it called? Yeah, I I, I know nothing. There was something where. I know. I, I know nothing. That's yeah, fine. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Honestly, don't worry about that. it. I, I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know an awful lot about about um Australian politics either. Um but uh it, it, like some sometimes it comes up on um T V programmes or, you know, in the news. That's the only time that I I kinda get to hear about politics of other other countries. But I really should do more research and take an interest, that's for sure. Um but yeah, like uh yeah, the the differences in temperature between like Yeah. Here and and, and Australia it's crazy. Like um yeah, like as I say, the highest that we get in summer is maybe like 27 28 degrees um yeah that's kind of yeah that's about as hot as it gets in scotland but it, it can get really really cold in winter um so uh i prefer the summer so yeah. my birthday's coming up anyway so i enjoy the summer a lot more than the winter um cool happy early birthday <laughs> thank you buddy i really appreciate that um yeah i uh i am not looking forward to getting older that's for sure <laughs> um but yeah um 
Yeah, it's funny. My dad was actually meant to go to Australia in April. Um, he was uh, locked down. Yeah, yeah. He was really, he was really gutted about it because um, he, what was it? It was like a a cruise. He was going on a cruise around Australia, but there was obviously like places that he was like where the boat would stop, and he would have like um. I think he had like an overnight stay in some places and there was like trips that he was going to go and do and, and stuff like that with him with a yeah, team car. But... He, he could have brought you some Tim Tams. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm upset for him as well. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But um yeah, like I would I would love I would love to come and visit Australia. Um as I say, I've got quite a few friends over your way and uh, like uh, Scottish people and Australians, we get on very well because we have a very similar sense of humour. Um, but uh, the thing that... I'm a bit scared of spiders, okay? I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. Oh, I'm, I'm scared of spiders. Yeah, I, I, hate, I hate spiders. Um, no, I had this phase where I sort of became an exterminator sort of person. <laughs> so um, there were so many things lying around the house. So the first thing was redback spiders. Um, the second thing was daddy long legs. Third thing was magpies. And the fourth thing was ants. So we had a lot of them in our house. Yeah. So... Yeah, I took I took care of the um the magpies first. I mostly just just scared them off, and then eventually they stopped coming, and then yeah, and then with the ants, um, yeah, I I I had to be a bit barbaric and just spray them, and just yeah, yeah, like there's just sort of yeah, there's like poisons and stuff that you can put down for ants, but like the spiders, like. Uh, we don't have anything poisonous. Oh, no, the, and no, the spiders, I just went all out on them. I, as soon as I saw one, I, I just sprayed it for maybe five to ten seconds. Because they're scary. <laughs> they're scary. They are. Like, you know the, is it huntsman? Like, your huntsman spiders are oh, ridiculously big. And that scares, yeah. oh, no, no, nope. I don't know how you guys yeah. like. I guess like when you grow up with it, it's it's normal and you know you can cope with it fine. But like when yeah, I've actually never seen a huntsman before, so I haven't had to go through that sort of experience yet. Oh, that's not too bad then. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, no, they, the, they scare me. The daddy long legs. I I should recruit an army of them because they they actually fight back, um, other spiders, and then they can't. So no, daddy long legs are actually one of the most poisonous spiders in the world. Yeah, they, they actually can't inject poison in you because like their teeth are too short or something like that. Yeah, but then they actually they actually fight other spiders. So actually, one morning, I was getting out of bed, and then I saw um. I saw a red back and like um I daddy long legs. I'm not sure what they were doing, but 
I think they were fighting. They probably were. Um, I don't know. I yeah, because they were sort of just like rolling around against each other, and that. And I know I can't really explain it. It was weird. It was weird. Well, yeah, no, you 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 have to find loads of daddy long legs and just you know set them on the other spiders. <laughs> Um, yep. that's what I would do, definitely. But like, um, like we don't have anything poisonous here at all. Like, we have. Like, what about the Brazilian wandering spider? What one's that? Like, is that the one that um looks? Like I'm pretty sure. Looks like it's got a skull I'm on its sure back or something. No, but apparently. It's a very dangerous, but very, very common spider. So, because it, it's, it, I think it gets the name Brazilian Wandering Spider because it actually travels through, um, uh, it actually travels uh, through places by cargo. Ah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, a few of them traveled on cargo and just, they went all around the world, you know? So, the, and, that sort of makes sense too because the Brazilian wandering spider, it um it does best in like hiding in like corners and like dark cupboards and stuff. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So, um like you could find like you could find like Brazilian wandering spiders on the inside of your shoe if you're not careful. That is a nightmare of mine that I put my feet into my shoes and there's a spider hiding in it, like no that's that's a nightmare of mine. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like you guys have to have to like check your shoes and stuff before you put them on, though, don't you? Is that yeah. not, like a normal thing for you? Not really. I mean, sometimes when I'm hearing a lot about spiders on in like a lot of places, I might sort of just become extra paranoid, but. For the most part, I, I'm I'm sort of just pretty lax about it. Yeah, like I'm not. I would be panicking the the whole time I was in Australia. I would have to spend a lot of time there before I felt comfortable enough to, like, or not scared enough <laughs> that I could just put my shoes on. But um, <laughs> yeah, like um, is there anything that you? I've I've asked you about Tim Tams and and how hot it gets and you know the spiders and stuff. Is there anything you want to know about Scotland? Um, I mean, it's so okay if if you don't. It's fine. No, I just thought I would ask. No, um, I mean, I have a few questions. Like, do you use it? Do you measure heat by Celsius or Fahrenheit? Celsius. Celsius, okay. Yeah. So it's only the Americans that do that? Yeah, yeah, it's just Americans that use Fahrenheit. I get confused by it as well. But yeah. Yeah, because, and then like inches and everything. Do you guys use it by inches too? Or? See, right, okay. So we we use a bit of everything. Like um, we, qu- quite, quite a lot of us tend to measure our height and feet in inches but we also understand like the measurement of of meters and kilometers like like we we use both really um yeah yeah because in australia 
like, oh, take for example today, I was doing a uh, math test, and then, um, everything, because it was a, um, because some questions were about, like, calculating, di uh, calculating distance, mm -hmm. and then, um, so, uh, it was, um, it was sort of all in kilometers, um, because, um, because I asked about that, um, one day, and then I actually searched up a YouTube video on that sort of stuff, yeah. and then they said that we, the rest of the world switched to the metric unit system, and then when the Americans tried to switch to it, it didn't really work, so they just went back yeah. to, um... Yeah, they still use yeah, the imperial well, system, um... Yeah, as far as I'm aware, they're the only ones that do that. Um, but, like, we understand the units of measurement in the imperial system as well as in the metric system as well. Um, but we we mainly get taught, um, like, metres, centimetres, you know, all of... That's the kind of... That's the measurements that we get, we get taught in, in school. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, and um, it's not too, yeah, too different. So, yeah, because um, I'm very interested in bikes and mountain biking and stuff. And then um, I was growing out of my old bike, and then I had to look for a new one. Mm -hmm. And then during that concept, I had to get used to um, to dictate like what frame size was good for me. So, um, what size the bike was. Yeah. So, I was suited for a 16 to 17 inch frame because, and then I had to, I had to, because, I, um, I'm like 160 centimeters and then I sort of had to convert my height to feet and foot because, um, I had to sort of, I had to learn about that in order because like a lot of people sort of used inches and, um, and feet and foot to see, like, people would say, oh, by the way, I'm this certain height, um, and then it fits me perfectly. So, um, because I was mostly looking for secondhand bikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of people were saying, I'm 6'3", or something like that. Oh, that's way too tall. But, um, so they'll say, I'm whatever height, and then, um, and it fits me perfectly, and then, if I'm around that height too, I'll, I might look into it. And if I'm not, then I'll probably just look for something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. We, uh, I think that like when doctors are recording your height, they'll use meters and centimeters. But like, like if I, if I was just to talk to, um, one of my friends and I mentioned my height. Then I would use feet and inches, but that's just um. I don't know why that's a common thing here, because like we use the metric system, so I don't understand why we still do that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a bit weird why we do that. So. Um. Wow, I just realized it's been yeah. 81 minutes, 80, 82 minutes we've been talking for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just noticed that as well. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really, I don't want to be rude or anything. No, no, but, um, of course I understand. 
and yeah do you want to talk another time maybe yeah and then that's i might even pal. i might even set up a whole group thing because um uh i was inviting three people so sophia o arish sarani i'm not sure how to pronounce um that person's name but um i was inviting them to um just so we could yeah just hold this conversation and then so like another time i might um hold so i might say for example um so this is just an example anyone listening don't do this so i might say tomorrow 7 p.m australian eastern e australian eastern standard time or something like that and then um we could all just hold a conversation together and just talk to just talk how we um did now. Yeah, for sure. That that would be really cool. Um, definitely. Uh, like it, it would be really cool to see um what everyone else feels about Harry Potter, and it is it's it's good to kind of like find out what everyone enjoys and stuff like that. Um, just just a quick thing, like um, just before you go, um. My name's pronounced Jill, like Jack and Jill. Yeah. Jillian rather than Gillian. I know it's it's really weird to see it with the ah, G, but Jillian. Jillian, yeah. Jillian. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay. It's it's like a European spelling. It's it, it throws yeah, a lot okay. of people off. Um, but that's yeah. Me. Sorry. No, 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 no. You're all right. Honestly, like I got it all the time when I was in America, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm just wondering, what time is it for you? What time is it for you right now? Um, right now it is um twenty five minutes past twelve. Uh, like midday, okay. midday us... kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Because I was afraid I woke you up in the middle of the night. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the, what time is it for you? Nine thirty. At night, yeah. 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 Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, I can kind of try and yes. work out the time difference then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll have to find out the the time difference for you so you can um get on on a time that's good for you too. So. Oh, d don't worry about stuff like yep. that. Like if if you put the message out, I'll be able to work out what time I need to be on for. Um. So that's like, don't worry about stuff like that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I look forward to to more conversations, pal. That would be really cool. Um, thank you for contacting okay. me as well. So it was, oh, it was nice okay. to say that's hi. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, okay. you enjoy the rest of your no. evening, buddy. And uh, yeah, take care. Thanks a lot. You enjoy your day. I hope you guys enjoyed that um, that little conversation that we had. That went for an hour and a half. So um, for the people who actually listened all the way through, I respect you. If you didn't, or if you didn't listen at all, that's completely fine. Um, as I said, this has nothing to do with the storyline. This has nothing to do with um, reading the Harry Potter books. You won't be missing out on anything if you don't listen to this. Um, but yeah, that's literally going to be all. Um, I'm recording this like six seconds after I um, recorded the first one because I just had to add the conversation in the middle. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for today. I got. Um, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Julian McRobbie. 
um, I with the next episode I post, I will most likely set a time and a date for the next um, conversation we have. And if you guys actually favorite my podcast, I can invite, I'll host the conversation. I can invite you guys into the thing and then we can all have a group conversation together talking about Harry Potter. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. But as I said, again and again and again, it's getting a bit annoying now. If um, you didn't listen, that's completely fine. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you guys soon. Take care. Bye for now.